I'll explain to you later what an ass you're making of yourself. Because when they make you a colonel, they take the bone out of your head that makes you explain orders. Uncle Ho has been bombed out for six months. I know, you can always get a table there now. The can's a bit swollen, you better have her taste at first. Why does everything bad always happen at once around here? Now one of them had to go. I could have shot the horse, divorced my wife, or sold the car. What do you think I did? You could have painted the car. You know, I never thought of that. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and as always, my good pal, Simon, is joining me. Gentlemen! Today, we're discussing Season 6, Episode 8, In Love and War. It's the 130th episode overall, directed by Alan Alda, also written by Alan Alda. Originally aired on November 1st, 1977, and the production code is Y112. Pierce, the child might Cairo the dislocated clavicle. Get him inside and have him x-rayed right away. Yeah, right, I'll check him in a second. Just get him inside. Colonel, um, the principle of the triage is to take the neediest first, not the best dressed. What's the problem? Well, what makes her think she can tell me I have to take a clavicle before I take something else? She didn't. I told you. I got a busted femur here. When do I take her? What are you getting so cranky about? You do the femur first, then you do the clavicle. Just get to the kid as soon as you can. Okay, so, plot summary for this episode. The Lins were like Korean aristocracy before the war. Now, the remains of their estate is filled with their homeless friends and villagers. Daughter Kyung soon takes care of their mother, Madame Lin, and the others. She hauls Hawkeye to tend to her mother at Colonel Potter's order in a nicely kept automobile. Hawkeye gets the wrong impression until he sees the estate and Kyung soon in action. The 4077th gets a new nurse, Lieutenant Bobby Gleason, fresh from Tokyo. She has the misfortune to mention a Lieutenant Colonel Donald something who flirted with her at a going-away party. Margaret is frantic, it is her Donald, and continues to plague the new nurse. As Colonel Potter, Vijay and Hawkeye drink, Potter tells Hawkeye love and war do not mix, but Hawkeye has found a woman both novel and interesting. He refuses to take the wise three-world war multi-tour veteran's advice. It is not within Hawkeye's nature to rebuff novelty. Nice wheels. I guess this heat must have set you back quite a bundle, huh? You don't talk much, do you? I know it's very lower class of me to get upset, but when the local countess butts in on a line of sick people, I get a fast case of rising gorge. When a person you love is in pain, it is very hard to wait. They're all in pain, lady. <laughs> this is it? This is the estate? Yes, as you can see, many artillery shells fall short of the mark. Uma, Isaram, Chinchanhara, Annie, Tell her I have a diploma and everything. 
She wants me to change into my everyday clothes. I'll be right back. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Tachi Jima. Look, I'm a doctor, see? All right, for guest stars, we have Q Chin, who played Ki Young Soon. Still acting today, she has 66 acting credits and recently appeared in Finding Julia. Susan Gropes plays Nurse Gleason. This is Susan's only role in MASH, but she went on to have an excellent acting career on television. We have Eden Kent, who returns as Nurse Bigelow. And Noel Toy plays Mama Sa. She was an American burlesque performer, famous for her fan dance and bubble dance initially at the Forbidden City Nightclub in San Francisco, California, my kind of place. Wow, that's very cool. <laughs> I think your mother may have pneumonia. I gave her some medication, but there's really not much to do but let it take its course. I'll come back tomorrow to see how she's doing. Thank you, Doctor. Iga Kasuka. That's your daughter? No. She and her mother lost their home in an air raid. Her father died a year ago in the war. We had some rooms, so I just asked them to stay with us. What about the others here, the same? Yes, the same. Eight people stay with us. How do you manage? Not so bad. We have some chickens for eggs. We grow vegetable in the garden. There's a well about a mile away where we get water. You haul water from a mile away? How can you do that? That's where the water is. I guess I owe you an apology, huh? For what? Can I help with anything? Can I get you some medicine, some clothing, some food? I want to make up for some of those wonderful things I said before. Do you speak any French? Just a petit peu. You, you need something translated? No. I just want to hear it again. I studied in Paris when I was young. And then there was a very intelligent man from our village, a doctor. He used to come to the house. He would talk in French about art, literature. He's gone now, huh? All the men in the village are gone, except the very old and the very young. These people are very dear to me. But no one here knows La Rochefoucauld. Isn't he the one who said evil to him who evil things? Only so qui mal pense? Yeah. No. Oh, well, then I don't know who he is either. <laughs> you know, you have a fantastic attitude. That you can go through all of this and still smile is wonderful. I guess nothing is all that bad unless you think it is. You do know La Rochefoucauld. I do? That's from one of his poems. Oh. One is only as happy or unhappy as one imagines. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, je suis uh, poulet à la poetry. <laughs> what? What did you mean to say? That I'm pulled toward poetry. <laughs> what did I say? You said you was a chicken. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I have to say this is probably my favorite of the bunch right. that we watched. Okay. I gave it 9 out of 10. Wazzes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, this is an Alan Alden episode, through and through. He always writes some of the best stuff for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is, and it's very centric on his character. And uh, I just, I liked seeing him fall in love. Like, real fall yeah. in love because you know he he flirts with everybody but for him to really fall for a woman it takes a lot yeah and he fell for her hard 
and you've I felt so bad for her, you know, because she was mm. she was highly educated. She went to France and got educated there. You know, her family was well to do, and you know she's very cultured and she's smart and she's beautiful and she had everything going for her. And then all of a sudden, this war happens, and. Yeah. Everything falls apart. Her whole life falls apart. And she does her job. She does her duty as the daughter. You know, she comes home. She takes care of her mother. She takes care of all her neighbors and the kids, all the, you know, the orphan kids. I mean, she she does what she has to do, even though it's, you know, it has nothing to do with her dreams. Hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I don't, I'm not, my life is nowhere near that bad. So, but I, I, there was a little bit of me that can identify with her, and I, I just like that aspect of her personality. Yeah. That you know, when push comes to shove, she's there, doing what she has to do. Every human has to make that decision. You know, if if tragedy happens, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're going to continue doing you know what you've been doing, or are you going to hunker down and do what's right? There's right, and mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, I just I really like that aspect of this story, and I think that's why I gave it such a high mark. Is yeah. because of that that part of that aspect of the story I really liked. What's funny is I started watching this episode and I'm like, I have no memory of this episode. <laughs> I know I've seen every episode of Mash, but I yeah. honestly, it was like watching a new episode and it was kind of exciting. It was yeah. like I have no idea what's gonna. I have not a clue what's happening next until he gives her the record player at the end. I was like, oh, I have seen this because I do remember yeah. that scene, hmm. but I didn't. I didn't remember any of that episode up to that point. So I don't know if I just saw a clip of it or how I missed it or only saw it once, maybe, and it just didn't retain. But it was like watching a new episode, and that made it very exciting for me. It was like, oh, my gosh, it's a brand-new mashup episode for me, you know, 30 years later. Yeah. Um, so that was that was really cool. Uh, and then I liked the Hawkeye and Houlihan scene at the end. This place stinks. Right. The food stinks. The liquor stinks. And the smell stinks. You said it. And the war stinks. It certainly does. What are you agreeing for? You're one of the things around here that stinks. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you going to do? I'm going to take him back. What are you going to do? I'm going to let her go. That stinks. It certainly does. When they had their heart-to-heart. Because I always yeah. like when those two have a heart-to-heart. Because it's really, it truly is, you can tell they really have respect for each other. They may fight yeah. and bicker and she may yell and scream. But she truly does respect Hawkeye in the end. Yeah. Um, and I always thought they would make a nice couple. <laughs> you know, I always, I always like those two together. Yeah. And so when it does kind of happen in, you know, later in the seasons, it's kind of nice. But, uh but no, I mean, I, I really, really enjoyed this episode. It was very, but again, it was a very simple episode. There wasn't a huge amount going on. The Houlihan storyline, I really didn't pay much attention to. I felt bad for the nurse. Mm. You know, I'm like, it's Donald who's, who did what he did. Yeah, if it, is, if it is that Donald. Oh, it is, because he licked, well, we don't know 100%, but how many guys lick fingernails? No, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that was kind of, when she freaks out in the shower, that was hilarious. <laughs> Him. Donald wasn't even in Tokyo last week. Oh. The man you were out with must have been a total drift. Well, he was a lunatic. <laughs> he kept licking my fingernails. <laughs> licking your fingernails? Isn't that creepy? 
<laughs> yeah, something really weird like that as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very unique fetish. So I was like, you know, don't get mad at this nurse. Get mad at, at Donald for cheating or, you know, potentially cheating. Anyways, it's just the beginning of the end for those two, you know, for Donald and, and Houlihan. So, hmm. but um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. How about you? Don't say you hated it. <laughs> Are you going to say you hated it? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why I was constantly just saying yes all the way through your your um, lovely little monologue there was because everything you said I've got written down. Oh. I don't recognise this episode either. Really? Uh, and, yeah. And Maybe they I don't play was, it that it, much. I, I know it's weird because I I too like you have seen every single episode of Mash. I've yeah. got this my my medicine box set which my wife bought me as an engagement present before we got married nine uh, years she was ago. the right woman so I've for you seen, you know i've gone through that box set yeah like you know several times so i know i've seen it yeah but i don't know whether it's because um it's a bit of a love story and i mm-hmm. kind of you know i'm a bloke so i kind of tend to slightly <laughs> turn up a bit when love story come in but the fact is, again, I've got, when he gets the record player, I remember this episode. But like what you say, I think this is the second time I actually truly believe Hawkeye is in love. The yes. first time is with his old flame who comes back. Who comes you back, can tell yes. that he's, he's, he's really cut off about that. But also I love the stuff like the romantic meal. This, it's, and what, what I like about this episode as well and how much it, that, that they clearly mean to each other is because unlike modern day kind of, uh, interpretations of love these days where they'll automatically straighten the sack mm-hmm. you see them lying on bed and they're having a meal and they're having a chat and they're listening to music can you actually believe the love there do you believe there's a closeness and you know yeah. as we always say you know you know you know love is having a cuddle yeah. you know what i mean and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. and and that's like really important on that and i love that and i love potter singing for when he turns around and says oh do yourself a favor don't fall in love during a war why shouldn't he because war is cruel for every hello there are two goodbyes Mm-hmm. Um, you know that I think is so and of course it comes back that's exactly what happens because it says it at the end yeah. and the fact that I, you know it's a bit predictable where he, you know Hawkeye's being an arse at the beginning and oh look at this privileged person and you kind of know where that's going to go but yeah. I love the turnabout and I love the kind of the, the whole which which what Alan Alder does really well where he writes the consequences of war where it's not just you know the, the villagers who get uh, affected by war it's also the people in slight aristocracy and people who come well to do but it's those people that come from well to do backgrounds who often turn around and pull the pull all the stops out and help the, the yeah. you know the underprivileged yeah. and this shows that really well in this episode and again like you say the nice chat with Margaret at the end with Hawkeye and that this happens a couple of times in Mash especially in the episode Cave mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's so nice to see them two get together because with all the bickering, all the fighting going, they are quite similar actually. They are the yin and the yang of each other, and it is what keeps Mash together mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole of Mash. Uh, you know that they are the two people that are in it virtually all the way through, give yeah. and take, uh, and uh, and it, it really solidifies the whole the whole TV series. And I too gave it nine out of ten, which again is ironic because <laughs> in the fact I don't really recognise the episode, but Isn't it, it really it crazy. Did, it it, 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 yeah, yeah, there's something about it that just it. It made me happy, and I was like, this is an amazing episode that I don't remember. Yeah, How can I not yeah. remember it? <laughs> you know, I so funny that you didn't remember it either. Nah, when you said that, I was thinking, <laughs> oh, thank God it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, definitely a great episode, great episode. Yeah. What does Kyungstun mean? Does that mean anything? It means I'm bright and obedient. But my father used to tease me. 
I'm not very obedient. <laughs> what does Hawkeye mean? That's just the name of a character in a book my father liked. It, it just means uh, Eye of the Hawk. What is Hawk? Sort of a cute vulture. And your father named you this? <laughs> Birds like that are very big in our country. On Thanksgiving, we eat a turkey, which is kind of a vulture with a double chin. We have Thanksgiving, too. It's called Chosak, mm -hmm. the autumn festival. On that day, we travel to the graves of our ancestors, honor them with rice cake and rice wine. Do you have custom for that day? Our custom is to try to eat everything we see. The turkey, the table, a couple of chairs. <laughs> it's going to be light soon. You have to go? Yeah, they told us to expect casualties right after dawn. I'll be back as soon as I can. I have to go now. Goodbye. to leave. So long. So long. I'm getting in my Jeep and I'm driving away now. Here I go, I'm leaving. All right, I'm going, I'm going. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Unfortunately, ah, I had a really rough time finding behind, behind the scenes info for this. Um, but I'll have the first one here. The string music playing during the dinner between Alan Alda and Q Chen is Beethoven's String Quartet Number no. 13 in B Major, Op 130, Fifth Movement. Uh, the title comes from the expression that all is fair in love and war. Mm-hmm. And then I found a fun fact that Alan Alda is the only actor who appeared in every single episode of MASH. Mm. I don't think I ever really thought about that. Yeah, Did... as long as you take out the titles, I suppose. Because the yeah. only titles, you have the nurses and you have the person who played the original Father Mocker. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, I don't think... Although, actually, I think there's a couple of episodes where you don't see the normal standard opening title, so... Yeah. Yeah, normally the ones in black and white. Oh, that's true, the interview. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's about four of them as well. Yeah. In essence, it'd be like me and you. We're the only two people to appear on every single episode of the Mash 477 podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. <laughs> that is right, yeah. Kyung Soon, you want to answer me? I stay in this place because it was my mother's house. Out of respect for her. Even there's nothing left of it. All right, so you won't stay in this house anymore. Why do you have to leave Weijang Bu? How can I stay here? How can I do that to the children? I can't even let them play in the fields because of the landmines. In another two years, the boys would learn to be thieves and the girls. What do you think will happen to the girls? So where will you take them? There's a missionary school in the south, near Chiongyan. At least they get an education there. How will you live down there? I sold everything we had of any value. Some silver. The dress I had, the phonograph. You sold the phonograph? And I traded the car for a pair of oxen. Why? A car needs gasoline, but the oxen can eat grass at the side of the road. You're being awfully practical about this. I thought you liked that about me. The way I duck a vegetable and carry water. Kyung Soon, how can you leave?
can I stay? All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And we have a website and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we both agree, even though we don't remember seeing this episode, it's an amazing <laughs> episode. One yeah. that we won't forget anytime soon. Uh, probably until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. You have room for this? Yes. Thank you. Do you know what that good this is? Yeah. I want to tell you how much it's meant to me having you come into my life. But there aren't words for it. Will you write me? Of course I will. Long letters full of everything you're going through, every detail of what you do during the day. Yes. I'll write you, too. Yes, please. And we won't stop no matter what. We'll keep writing. Yes. Not just for a month or two. No, we keep writing. I'll never see you again. I'll write a few notes as a graceful gesture of futility, and I'll... never see you again. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. 
MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. And I also have the plot summary. The lens were like Koreans... uh, Now what she was. Ooh, yes she was. (laughs) (laughs) 